going on guys your boy elroy here and welcome back to the your boy elroy mma podcast i am your host josh prep egina and we are back good morning good afternoon good night i'm not sure what time you're listening to this but i am happy that you are thank you for joining us if it's your first time if you've been here before we appreciate each and every one of you we want to let you know that um you are appreciated it is 5 a.m friday morning i had a like allergy attack you might be able to hear it in my voice but i sat down last night and i said i don't know if i'm going to be able to record this right now so i set my alarm i said before i go to work i'm 100 percent getting on the mic and talking about last week and this upcoming week in MMA because that's what we do every single week. So with that being said, let's get into the news. First story this week, I want to give a congratulations to UFC veteran Mike Swick. This story is coming from MMA Fighting and it says uh, Mike Swick announced on Wednesday that he is cancer-free after one year of battling with the disease. On Instagram, Swick thanked his supporters with a post of his incredible physical transformation, the result of stage 4 lymphoblastic lymphoma cancer. Swick, 43, said a positive mindset helped him overcome the disease a type of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma where immature white blood cells are found in the lymph nodes and thymus gland. He also stated that he's not completely out of the woods yet, but he is much more prepared and ready and at least can always say, no matter what, I kicked its butt. Uh, Congratulations to Mike Swick. If you see the photo it's crazy the transformation uh, shout out to him he owns aka thailand in phuket um congratulations man not everybody has that story and fortunate enough for you you do now so um make it count <laughs> make it count mike swick well-known amateur wrestler and one of the people who if you remember, America just completely like sent all their support to was Gable Stevenson um, in the 2020, I believe, Olympics and um, the last Olympics that happened. Well, after that all happened, if you remember, he he like had like a bidding war almost. Is he going to sign with the UFC? Is he going to sign with the WWE? He ended up signing with the WWE, so it looks like his WWE debut is near. He was on um the MMA fighting podcast with Damon Martin and he said, "Yes, his WWE debut is near, but he's also targeting a second Olympic gold medal in 2024 so we know how important you know to amateur wrestlers the Olympics is and it looks like he's he's 100% um, gonna return to the Olympics I remember when he signed with the WWE I was like this is a smart decision because he's an amateur wrestler who has all the time in the world to you know, 
learn the sport of MMA as you're wrestling in the WWE. So he was twenty. He was twenty one when he signed with the WWE. He's twenty. He's uh twenty two now, and you figure he'd never stop training. He probably has more years of wrestling than anyone. <laughs> you know, any just regular like think of a jiu-jitsu guy think of a striker that wrestling is just unstoppable um in the sport of mma it's it's hard to beat you know we know one punch could change everything but one takedown can really change the um outcome of a fight so he has all the time in the world and um I think that the USA is looking forward to having him back for the Olympics, especially after the last ones. You know, if if you look back, like we rallied around him because he was like crushing Russia and he, he just really, really showed out that Olympics. Sorry, I said Russia. I wanted to make sure I <laughs> corrected myself. So. He went uh, 4-0 in the 2020 Summer Olympics against Kyrgyzstan, Turkey, Mongolia, and Georgia. One Georgian fighter, a Mongolian fighter, Turkish fighter, and then the guy from Kyrgyzstan, he was Russian. <laughs> you know that uh, Russia... They, they're they not allowed to to wrestle in the Olympics anymore, right? Because the PED scandal? That's insane that a whole country isn't allowed to, to participate in one of the biggest sporting events, you know, of our time because of their steroid use. Wild. One of the most beloved heavyweights in the world, Marjus Pujanowski, is booked for KSW Coliseum 2 versus boxer Arthur. This is a tough name to pronounce. S V P I L K A. I'm going to say Svlipka. <laughs> That's close enough. Uh, if you remember last time, he was brutally knocked out at the last KSW that he performed at. Um, but he's back. <laughs> Moving on to some UFC news. Do you remember Davison Figueredo? Everybody thought he was like this unstoppable flyweight. Um, turns out he had a really hard time making 125. And we saw that when he went up against Brendan Moreno for the fourth time. And for the fourth time... <laughs> He was defeated. Uh, my words, not not anybody else's, because the fight, the one fight that he did win was so close, like so so close. And then the draw, Moreno had retained the title, <laughs> so I, you know, I don't look at Davison Figueredo as highly, but I do want to see him at Bantamweight, and I think that he had, like, the perfect idea 
to go up to Bantamweight. And that's to fight a legend in Dominic Cruz. So that's his hope at his for his Danim, Bantamweight debut that he fights Dominic Cruz. Um, there are many matchups that he could, you know, that they could make for him at 135. But Dominic Cruz might be the best one. Um, for him, at least. Maybe not for Dominic, unfortunately. Anyway, Dominic Cruz is, is a phenomenal, phenomenal analyst. He has no reason, <laughs> no reason at all to fight anymore. Uh, just some quick fight announcements. Ray Borg makes his Bellator debut against Kyoji Haraguchi on April 22nd. June 3rd, Misha Tate. Misha take down Tate. She is back to take on Myra Bueno Silva. That is it for this week's news. Let's get into the Matt Madness Wrestling Minute. The Matt Madness Wrestling Minute is brought to you by the folks over at the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. We love those guys. Thank you so much for providing the news this week week so let's get right into it we talked about it last week that it was coming it happened and it was actually a really fun card from AEW AEW Revolution was live from the Chase Center in San Francisco California um just some fun results to go over. Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers defeated Arya Davari and the varsity athletes Josh Woods and Tony Nice by pinfall. Ricky Starks defeated Chris Jericho. Jungle Boy Jack Perry defeated Christian Cage. The House of Black defeated the Elite to become the new AEW World Trios Champions. Jamie Hayter retained her women's title against Soraya and Ruby Soho. Um, the weird twist in that match was at the end, Ruby Soho turned and joined Soraya and Tony Storm. Hangman Adam Page defeated John Moxley by submission. This match was brutal. <laughs> Incredibly brutal to watch. Um, it was a Texas death match, and uh, it lived up to it. Tw- almost 25 minutes of it. Um, that's definitely a match that you should seek out. Wardlow defeated Samoa Joe by submission to become the new AEW TNT champion. The Guns defeated the acclaimed Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen to retain their AEW Tag Team Champions. At the end, they did the whole spot. We demand respect. We beat everybody, this and that, that and the fifth. And FTR returned to AEW. So that's exciting. And in the main event, after a five-minute overtime, MJF defeats... Brian Danielson, 4-3 to three in the Iron Man match. So that was AEW Revolution. Coming out of that, 
Um, yes, that night Wardlow did defeat Samoa Joe to become the new TNT champion. He then went on to Dynamite uh, to lose <laughs> his championship to Powerhouse Hobbs. Yes, the person who held the brass ring. So that was a pretty exciting street fight. Um, at the end, we have a new trios champion. We have a new TNT champion. And um, we look forward to see what's next for the world champion. Uh, moving on from AEW, we also had the announcement that at NXT Stand and Deliver, it will be Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes. That's a match that I've been wanting to see since NXT Vengeance Day, and it seems like we'll be crowning a new NXT World Champion at that event. So with that being said, that has been all of this week's Matt Madness Wrestling Minute. Thank you guys again for giving us the news this week. And if you want to hear a more detailed review of all the events we just spoke about, head to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast and listen to those guys. They they do it with a lot of passion. And um, I know those guys personally. They're some of my best friends. And I would love for you to listen to them. Let's talk about the event that happened last week. Uh, the real news of this whole week, and that is UFC 285. This event was live from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. It seems like they had a sold-out crowd. Tapology says 19,471 people with a live gate of... $12,150,000. So that is a lot of money for this uh, heavyweight showdown. Let's start off at the bottom. Remember last week we skipped the first fight. We're going to do that again because it <laughs> their names are still tough to pronounce for me. Um, and it's funny because I, start, I actually started the card watching the second fight. Anyway, so uh, Farid Basharat made his UFC debut after earning his contract on the Contender Series. He defeated Doman Blackshear by unanimous decision. I think he looked really good at 135, and I think he's going to pose a lot of problems for those 135ers. Tabitha Ricci looked great in her submission win over Jessica Panay when she submitted her in the second round by armbar. Cameron Simon defeated Mana Martinez by majority decision. Um, it's crazy that he won. I think he had two points deducted in that fight for low blows. This is a big one. And uh, I might have to eat my hat after this one. Ian Machado Gary. He defeated Kenan Song by TKO in the third round so a lot of these guys who come up as a like hype you know like prodigals almost like really hyped fighters I find it hard to get behind I want them to kind of earn their stripes and this is no different with Ian Machado Gary he came into the promotion in 2021 he debuted 
against Jordan Williams, and he looked sharp when he finished them in the first round. He then went on to have a unanimous decision victory over Darian Weeks, and he unanimous decisioned Gabe Green. After after the Jordan Williams fight, I'd say I was like, oh, I don't know if I believe in this guy yet. Um, cause after that fight, he was saying like, oh, me and Hamzat are the future. So that's my Irish accent. Me and Hamzat are the future. And, um, we're the fighters to watch. And, and I just found it hilarious that he was lumping himself in with, you know, Hamzat Shemaev, who is this proven, proven entity in the UFC, um, and then went on to put on some two snooze fests. Um, but he came back this week against a tough guy in Kenan Song. Overcame adversity because he was dropped in the first round. His whole body went limp. Um, I think the fall woke him up. Like I think his jaw hit his knee when he woke, and he woke himself up was able to regain composure and win every second of the rest of that fight leading into the finish. So um, I think I can say Ian Machado-Gary is someone to watch now. Um, we're going to treat this with kid gloves, but um, congratulations, dude. I think you won my respect. <laughs> Mark andre Bachiot defeated Julian Marquez by TKO in the second round. Amanda Hibas defeated Viviani Araujo by unanimous decision. This was something that I did not expect. DDP, Drake's Duplessis versus Derek Brunson was a barn burner. What an amazing first round. How good did Derek Brunson look? Well, I'm here to tell you, he looked really good. Um, unfortunately for him, there was no way he was... He, was going to keep that pace. Um, Drakus Duplessis is an awkward fighter, man. But um, he gets it done when Brunson's corner throws in the towel the last second of the second round after Derek Brunson took some really nasty unanswered shots. So I don't know if this is Derek Brunson's last fight, but if it is, at least he went down swinging. Cody Garbrandt was back to his winning ways when he defeated Trevin Jones by unanimous decision. Um, not a very fun fight, but uh, a win nonetheless. Congratulations, Cordy Garbrandt. Bo Nickel defeated Jamie Pickett by arm triangle choke in the first round. Easy, breezy, beautiful Bo Nickel. Easy money. Matuj Gamrot defeated the hype train Jalen Turner by split decision. Really fun fight here. Really technical fight, as you can expect from a Matuj Gamrot fight. But um, I don't think this takes away anything from Jalen Turner. But I do want to see him face a striker in his next fight. Shavkat Rachmanov and Jeff Neal had the fight of the night. Uh, when Shavkat Rachmanov def uh, submitted <laughs> Jeff Neal in the third round by standing. This says rear naked choke. It was like a face crank. It was devastating. But these guys threw down. Shavkat is better than we thought. 
he's got a chin. We never had to see it because he was so dominant. And he was dominant here, but he took some shots, man. Jeff Neal threw the whole kitchen sink at him, and Shavkat did not budge, man. This fight was incredible. I don't think Jeff Neal loses anything from this fight. Wild. In your co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko looked to defend her title against Alexa Grasso. But instead, Alexa Grasso submits Valentina Shevchenko in the fourth round by rear naked choke. This was amazing. I was going insane. I think I woke my wife up watching this fight in bed because <laughs> I really wanted Alexa to win. This is nothing against Valentina Shevchenko. It's just something that's fresh. She's always been touted as this huge prospect. Had a few losses in the UFC, but nothing really that took her, you know, trajectory off course. This was always leading to this, and she fulfilled her dreams, and she is the first female Mexican-born UFC champion. So congratulations to Alexa Grasso. This was actually a really fun technical fight. Um... Alexa Grasso won the first round and then proceeded to lose rounds two, rounds three, and was on her way to lose round four until Valentina Shevchenko threw that spinning back kick and Alexa Grasso took her back, took her neck, and took her title. Congratulations, Alexa. And in your main event, Johnny Bones Jones in the lead up to this fight. We didn't speak about it last week because it happened after I record. At the um, pre-fight press conference, Johnny Bones Jones said it. He said he was going to make it look easy. And guess what? He made it look easy. He submitted Surreal Gone in the first round, two minutes into the first round, by guillotine choke. Johnny Bones Jones is your new UFC heavyweight champion. Not only that, Johnny Bones Jones has returned to the number one pound-for-pound slot in the UFC rankings. And it's warranted. You come back and win a belt, especially in a new weight class after three years gone, you defeat this, like, New age heavyweight. The ne- I always said that Surreal Gone was if John Jones was a heavyweight minus the wrestling. But Johnny Bones Jones is on another level, man. Congratulations. This was a really fun card. The main card was stellar. Like, incredible. But every fight was at least fun. So, uh, shout out to the UFC, man. Really, really good. UFC 285. We closed the book on that, and we opened the book. This week, starting off Friday night, tonight as I'm recording this, and you are listening to this, excuse me, Bellator 292. This is live from the SAP Center in San Jose, California. In your main event, Usman Nurmagomedov. Puts his Bellator lightweight championship on the line against Benson Henderson. This is these two fights that I'm about to talk about 
are in the lightweight Grand Prix. This is the opening round. Then Tofik Mosayev takes on Alexander Shabli. Valentin Mildovsky versus Leon Vassell. Michael Page is back when he takes on Goti Yamauchi. Eric Perez versus Enrique Barzola. Josh Hill versus Cass Bell. Tony Johnson versus Khalid Murtazayev. Julius Anglicus versus this guy's name is a mouthful. Dovletskin Yagshamiridov. Yes. That was tough to say. And those are all the fighters I know on this card. So this should be a fun one. A really good main event and co-main event combo with some supporting notes down low. But it's all about Usman Nurmagomedov. We want to see what he's able to do against someone who has, you know, almost more than double (laughs) the amount of fights that he has in his career. Um, But Benson Henderson is in the later stages, but I still think it's a fun matchup, and I'm looking forward to seeing him perform, man. Usman is a beast. Then we move on to Saturday, where the UFC is back in Las Vegas, but this time they're at the theater at the Virgin Hotels. In your main event, Peter Jan is back to take on Marab. Devalishvili. This is Russia versus Georgia. This is a huge matchup in the Bantamweight division and a really, really good main event. Your co-main event is Alexander Volkov versus Alexander Romanov. Shout out to Alexander Romanov. I hope he throws his coach around again after he wins. Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Spann. We know that that fight got canceled a few weeks ago. Last second, so at least they're here really quickly on the main card. Ricardo Ramos versus Austin Lingo. Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Jonathan Martinez. Victor Petrino versus Anton Turkai. Carl Williams versus Lucas Brzezeski. Rafaela Sunsau, Davy Grant. Cedricus Dumas versus Josh Frem. That is a name to watch. That was a contender series guy, um, Dumas. A really fun one. Him versus Josh Friend at 185. That's going to be a really fun fight early in the night, but definitely check it out. Guido Canetti versus Mario Batista. J.J. Aldrich versus Ariana Lipsky. Tony Gravely, Victor Henry, Tyson Nam, Bruno Silva, and Carlston Harris versus Jared Gooden. So a lot of fun fights on this card. Uh, they're not going to be at the apex, so there's going to be a crowd. Um, I'm interested. It's a semi-early card. I want to say it says 3, 3 p.m. Eastern time. So I'm guessing that's the time that the main card starts. So a really early day. I'll be at a wedding, but I'll definitely check out later that night. This has been this week's episode of YBE MMA. I am Josh Prepigina. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Prepson, one word. You can find the show on Instagram at YBE MMA Podcast, as well as Teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash YBE 
MMA podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend, and we'll see you next 